Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is a place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, personal development, helping people, and all the things it takes to help you live a strong, joyous life. I'm very happy to bring my guest to you today, Sarah Curcio. Reach out to her at sarahcurcio.com. She's on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. She has a support group on Facebook. She is a marketing expert who specializes in helping people in the alternative healthcare space. So if you are like me, an alternative practitioner who loves to work with nutrition, lifestyle, people like chiropractors, naturopaths, massage therapists, physical therapists, nutritionists, um, then Sarah's a great person to reach out to. She's had her own health journey, which really gave her a lot of insight into um, what it feels like to be a patient on the other side and to be punted from one doctor to another and um, can really help you monetize your message. And in fact, she just published a book as part of a collaborative called Monetize Your Message. So check the show notes, all her contact information's in there, and also reach out to her at sarahcursio.com. Enjoy this episode of Totally Well. Hello, Sarah. It's really wonderful to have you on the Totally Well podcast. I've been looking forward to getting to know more about you and what you're doing. Just for my listeners, this is Sarah Curcio. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did, definitely. (laughs) And Sarah is um, a specialist in helping alternative healthcare providers like me have a, a greater visibility and impact. Um, So we can't help anybody without Sarah's help because we're not specialists in being seen. We're specialists in doing what we do. And um, Sarah has an interesting story because uh, part of part of what um, why she's done this has to do with her own health journey. So um, Sarah, welcome to the show. And I'd love to hear um, first of all, let people know how to reach out to you and uh, tell them about your your um, new book that just came out. Oh, sure. Thank you, Joyce, for the lovely introduction and for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, so, yes, I did have a new book that come just came out recently on Amazon. Um, and in it, it's part, a part of a book collaboration. It's called Monetize Your Message. And in there, you will actually find my backstory. It has subchapters within the chapter. And the first part is my health journey and what I went through in order to get to this point and seeing how alternative therapies do help you um, better than traditional medicine and the approach they take and just how it's a kind of more caring environment. So that's what led me to this point in my business now, because without it, I wouldn't have my life back. I was actually um, in a wheelchair, went through radiation, the whole nine yards, which you can read about if you do get my book chapter. But that's part of the reason I want to, you know, help promote more visibility for alternative healthcare practitioners. Because even in today's day and age, a lot of people don't realize who they are, what they have to offer, you know, and people have a misconception of what the term holistic means. And I just want to help them make an impact and get have the opportunity to spread their knowledge and educate the public and, you know, have them become more aware of it, you know, and that's 
really at the core heart of my mission. That's why I enjoy working with, you know, chiropractors, acupuncturists, um, naturopathic physicians and everything like that. And I do have um, a weekly live on Facebook and I do post it on LinkedIn and Instagram. Um, it's called Alternative Alternative Healthcare Impact TV. Mm-hmm. So I do like weekly information on, you know, what those practitioners have to offer to the public to educate them myself and also to let them know how I can help them get their message spread across through using their mission statement, you know, improving their website copy, um, you know, improving their social media, adding a blog because, um, Unfortunately, in today's day and age, blogs do go by the wayside with so many video options and blog and blogging options. So I just want to kind of remind people that the written word is still still alive and people can be come more impactful with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you are definitely my hero with what you're doing. <laughs> I, I've, I hear a lot of people complain about our healthcare system or our disease yeah. management system. And, um, and they feel frustrated and, and they, they don't find a way to support the whole process. And you've managed to really carve out a a niche there for, um, for what you're already skilled at. So, and I really encourage people who want to make a difference to find an entry point to go in and support us. What I've learned and you can let me know what you think about this. I've learned through my connections, especially on LinkedIn, because that seems to be a platform that works so well for me, um, how many of us are out there. There's so many people who do what I do and similar things related, and I had no idea. And yet we're all, you know, um, pounding the pavement, so to speak, out there (laughs) trying to get people to see us and figure out how to make programs that are affordable and it's a whole other skill set. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful to you. And um, truly, you're my hero for doing this. And I would love to find more people who could collaborate with you and help monetize the messages. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for, for pulling at that. I appreciate it. Um, yes, because I, I feel the same way. You know, alternative healthcare practitioners should have the opportunity to be able just to focus on their patients and their either their programs or services they offer however they want to label it rather than having to take the time out to you know stop and promote their visibility they should you know be able to focus their energy and their strengths in the area that they do best which is helping patients you know whereas someone like me can help with their visibility it can take that extra pressure off of them, you know, because if you have someone else who, who knows what your audience is looking for, and I feel I have that unique perspective because I not only have worked with people in this arena, but I've also been a patient. Yeah. So I kind of know inside for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So I know what the patient wants to see online on any form of online media. And I also know what the practitioners want to send out what their message is. So I know how to take their message and make it appealing to their, to their audience, you know, because if they, if they get their message out there, their audience is going to see it and be like, Oh yeah, I'll go check them out, check their website out, this and that, because 
you know, a one, one main key component too that I do focus on is sympathy and empathy because you do get more of that with alternative doctors mm-hmm. versus, I hate to say this, but with Western traditional medicine, you know, you're lucky if you get 15 minutes because they're on the clock with the insurance companies, you know, they want to get in as many people as possible. And that's it then, you know, you're lucky if you go in, oh yeah, you t- oh yeah, your test results are good. And here's the script. Oh, here's your blood work. Uh, call me next time. You know, but with alternative healthcare practitioners, you can actually get a full hour. <laughs> you know, you actually get it. And that's something too that people in today's day and age still aren't completely aware of because they have this mindset of what a doctor is, you know, but there is a difference between an MD and ND and different things like that. And that's what I want to help push, help make more visible and upfront for people. Mm-hmm. you know, to get rid of that connotation associated with doctors. Yeah, it's quite different. And it's not their fault. It's just the system yeah. that that kind of... Unfortunately, yes, exactly. It's what they're stuck with. But unfortunately, they they shaped it for them. And now that's just the way it is. Yeah, well, slowly, hopefully it will change. I'm wondering, what are some of the... When you're doing the, the, um, the marketing in promotion for people or guiding, what are some of the pain points you address for patients? Now you've been on that side, you've you've sat in the chair, you've been, you've been the person who's been punted from one doctor to another, to another. So you're, you know, you're tired, you're frustrated, you're, Mm -hmm. nobody believes you, all that stuff. Yeah. It's like you're in my head, (laughs) but that, that in and of itself is a pain point because that's why I mentioned the sympathy and empathy component, because as a patient, you know, I went to a lot of doctors. They didn't know what was going on with me rheumatology wise and neurologically wise, you know, and they were like, Oh, I don't know if you're going to get out of a wheelchair again. I don't know if you're going to walk again. And, you know, they were very, um, they were very blunt about it. They weren't, sympathetic or say, you know, let's try something else. But when I, when I did my own research, cause I didn't want to give up, you know, I did feel frustrated and everything. Like you said, I did feel sad. And, but once I got out of that funk, I did my own research mm-hmm. and, you know, I just kept buying book after book after book. Cause I love the smell of books <laughs> <laughs> and I found alternative therapies, you know, and I never knew anything. The fr- my first exposure to alternative medicine was chiropractor and then acupuncturist, massage therapist, and PT. Mm-hmm. So I started with those four for my fibromyalgia because they people were like, oh, well, I don't think you can have pain and weakness at the same time. And, you know, when I went to the old alternative healthcare practitioners, they were like, yes, it is definitely possible. It, it's like I had their sympathy. They understood how I was feeling and they validated me. They believe that's, me. Yes. And that's the pain point. I do want to expose because they do validate, they do believe their patients, you know, they listen to their patients Mm -hmm. and, you know, it makes you feel more confident in them. It makes you feel calmer, makes you feel like, Oh, it's not all in my head, you know? And it just, you know, I kept doing research and that's how I led into naturopathic doctors. And I've been going to my own naturopathic doctors for 10 years it's the same one. And even that too, it, it's the confidence that you feel. And with the marketing for, for them, that's, that's what I try to show the doctors. Like, 
you have to think of it from the patient's pain point. You yeah. know, you don't want to just think of it as a straight, straight marketing, you know, let's try this or let's try that. You have to, they have to go into the mindset of the patient, what the patient wants to see with their marketing. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel I had that, that unique approach because I can communicate that to them because I have the experience of being the patient. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit of different of a pain point. You know, their, their pain point is they do want to help the doctors. They want to get the services out there. They want to help the right type of person, you know, um, chiropractor may want to help someone with fibromyalgia who's, or who's been in a car accident, you know, a naturopathic doctor may want to help someone who has lupus or Lyme disease, you know, they have their own specific niches that they do want to market, but then you have to get inside the patient's head and their pain point to market that appropriately. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a twofold in the approach that I take. So can you give some examples of how, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so for example, I, I will help write mission, bio and values for their website. Now, a lot of people will go on a website and look for the doctor's bio. And of course, I'm not saying you don't want to see it, but you do, you do want to see where they went to school, you know, what their, their educational background is and things like that. But you also want to know what their story is. Mm -hmm. Because it's all about health communication, you know, mm -hmm. they want to know why did they pick this particular field? What did they experience themselves mm -hmm. or who or who in their family experienced it that they want to help or a friend or something to that effect? And that's part of the reason I myself picked the doctors that I went to because my naturopathic um, doctor, her family member her mother actually has lupus and i have lupus myself so that that's one of the things i would pull out of the doctor i want to get their backstory and i want to expose it on their website you know and also then another thing that i would do is i would review their service page because mm -hmm. another thing you want to do for patients is not to overwhelm them with how many services or programs or different things you might want you know because you, if you go on a website and there's like 10 or more services, it's like, oh my God, what do I pick? What do I do? You know? So I recommend that they get as niche, niche as possible. I know that's not a word, but that's, <laughs> that's how I would explain it. You know, I would say to them, pick your top three to five services for your area of expertise, for those people that you want to help and what programs are. And I would help to communicate that so that the patient would be able to read it and feel comfortable and go, oh, all right. It looks like, you know, program one and three would be good, but the other three are out for me, you know, yeah. to make them feel more comfortable. And then when you hit into the blogging aspect, you don't have, it doesn't have to be, how, how do I put this? It doesn't have to read like a medical journal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to read like, you know, so on a third grade level, it just has to communicate their message, you know? And like I said, if they're, if they even do food allergies, like for a nutritionist, for example, mm -hmm. I would say, write, write, I would write about like the top eight food allergens, but then also I would go into a little bit more about the different food allergies that they can help with. Cause a lot of people don't realize the different, you know, rarer allergies that are out there, but a nutritionist does. Mm -hmm. So, 
you don't always see that on their website. So that's another marketing strategy I would implement because people are like, oh my God, that's actually on there. They know what I'm talking about. I'm allergic to tomatoes or I'm allergic to chocolate or, you know, yeah. rarer things like that. So that, that in and of itself is a marketing to utilizing the knowledge that the doctors have and putting it out there more, even if they think, you know, oh, well, the rarer things, maybe you don't need to talk about it. They do. They do. And the rarer things is another approach to the marketing. So that's what differentiates you from other people that you have, like you said, more niche that you're yeah. um, subspecialty. Yes, exactly. Like I, I like to pull at all the different unique things because I have been told by doctors, oh, well, that's that's really rare. And my, my brother has even heard that or like, oh, that's an orphan condition or this or that. So you know, they pe- you people hear that, but I've run a support group for years and I've heard other people have it. And, you know, I think it needs to get out there more because a lot of the doctors I've gone to, they don't say that, yeah. you know, the alternative doctors don't say that. So I feel let's put it on the website. Let's make it more known because they want to help people who do that. People want to know they help people who do that. And that that's the key in the marketing, getting the sympathy, empathy, the knowledge, the awareness that is the key components to my marketing strategy. Okay. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of knowledge, a lot of emotion involved, but it, it works, you know, because that's what patients want. They want the confidence, they want the knowledge and they just want to feel at ease, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's the mindset and the pain points you have to hit because it's not just, okay, what does my ideal client's pain point have? It's like a circle of pain points for me to hit, to help them with their, with their marketing strategy. Can you say more on that? What you mean by the circle? Sure. You know, kind of how they say holistic approach. It's a, it's a circle. It's a little bit of everything for me, for my marketing strategy. That's the approach I'm taking too. It's not just me helping the doctor. It's me helping the doctor to help the patient. So for me, I kind of make that my circle for my marketing. It's, it's, it's helping all of them. It's not just, how can I help the doctor get their word out? It's focusing, helping the patient too, because it's, it's a direct correlation. Yeah. You start with me helping the doctor with the marketing, then the message gets out and the doctor is able to help the patient. And that's so, how I like it to flow, you know, because I feel I'm, I'm helping on like multiple levels. Yes. And that's <laughs> why I say you're my hero because it's exactly the kind of person I've been looking Thank for to you. be able to really, see that by helping me, you're going to have, and people like me, you're going to help so many more people. So you were very specific in selecting this because of your yes. background. There was something I, you, you said you kind of touched on and I wanted um, to just make sure I understood it, which sure. was in the, in your messaging. Um, this came up to me when I was uh, looking at a book, that had to do with concussion, um, recovering after concussion. And I noticed the book was short. It was double-spaced in larger font. Mm. And um, so it really addressed the fact that the person reading this doesn't feel good, isn't functioning at their best. And so it, it occurred to me in something you said previously in this talk that um, to simplify the menu, like those kinds of things, those technical things, recognizing yes. the people looking. So can you, do you 
take, do you strategize that way because of people looking at it don't feel good and probably don't want to read fine print and technical stuff? Yes, exactly. You know, and a lot of patients can end up with brain fog, mm -hmm. you know, from various conditions and they may not be able to focus as well. So if I help the doctors, you know, take their message and put it out in, you know, social media marketing or like, like my blog, for example, this would be a perfect example. I recommend that a blog be anywhere from 300 minimum to 600 maximum mm -hmm. because you do want it to be 300. So in a marketing standpoint, you hit the SEO you need, you know, which is the search engine optimization to be able to get it out there with with Google and with your website hits and things like that. Mm -hmm. But then on the other token, if you hit past 600 words, you hit into article territory. And a lot of people can't focus after that, especially patients that aren't feeling as well. Yeah. You know, I, I probably on average do a three to 400 word for my for myself is what I, I write when I'm writing a blog. And you know, you want to include things like it's again, it's a twofold because people have brain fog and it also does help with SEO. You hit the subheadings. You can have larger subheadings in your blog post. You also want to have some bullet points or you want to, you know, point things out numerically. This way you kind of have like an outline within your blog so people can see the key points and be like, oh, all right, this doctor does know what I'm talking about. Let me reach out and contact them. And also, like you say, because you don't feel as well and you might not have as much energy, you might be fatigued to put into the research that you say under a healthy condition, a healthy light, you might be able to keep reading and going through everything more and more. Mm -hmm. So it's a twofold if that example explains it a little bit more. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, so if you were helping somebody like me, where I'm a nurse who teaches about nutrition and I focus on mindset and, um, you know, I do teach on nutrition and the more technical stuff, like somebody was talking to me today about side effects from taking CBD. And I knew okay. a little bit about CBD, so I wanted to explain what might be triggering heart palpitations. Like that was such an unusual thing for me to like wrap my head around, but I had some ideas on it. So sometimes I'll get into that or food sensitivities or autoimmune okay. stuff. Um, um, but how would you help someone like me that's um, all, kind of all over the place with, you know? Well, first thing I do with my signature service is I do have um, two Zoom calls set up. The mm -hmm. first Zoom call, and I do have a set structure of questions that I ask whichever practitioner I'm speaking to that I go through. The first Zoom call would encompass questions to help formulate their mission, their bio, their values, and also their website copy. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be the first Zoom call. I would poke at those types of questions and I would ask you, you even answered some, some of it as you were explaining it to me, you hit some of the components because one of the things I ask is, what is your niche? What do you feel is your niche, first of all? This way I get an idea of what they're trying to do and I might agree with them and say, yes, that sounds perfect. Or I might say, okay, it sounds like you're trying to do A, B, and C 
and D and E, but let's narrow it down and just get A and B so people can read it better. And I would have a second Zoom call with with my client after I completed those aspects. Mm -hmm. And the second Zoom call would be questions to poke at their social media marketing and their blogging. So I do, I do have a set structure for my signature service so I can get the information that I need from my clients in a Zoom meeting. And then I can take that information and actually implement it because I do need to speak to the doctors to, yes, get all their major details and key points, you know, for their education and stuff. But like you just said, you focus, you want to help educate on food allergies. You might want to help educate with the CBD oils, you know, whether it's pro or con. And tell me, like, for example, if I asked you, what else do you help with besides those two areas? What other areas do you feel are your niche niche areas? Well, people come to me, traditionally have come to me for weight loss, but I kind of got shifted into a um, product based um, and I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't think that that was, and so I really didn't want to be, I didn't want people on diets. And over time, what I've come to think is that there's, I know what to do because there's so much information out there, Mm -hmm. but I just don't do it. So that space in between whatever it is, I want to be healthier, but I don't do the things to make me healthier, even though I know what those are. So that's kind of where I'm landing. Um, It really is more mindset to start with, although I have this medical technical background that can support it. Okay. So one of the things I would recommend for someone like you because you said the word mindset. Another word I would recommend, because people don't like the word diet. Diet has negative connotations associated with, and that's what I would say. I would, from my experience, even working in a nutrition's office, would use the word lifestyle changes. Yeah. Because when people hear the word lifestyle, you know, it's more healthy habits that they're going to do over time. They want to try to change their behavior and that falls into the mindset category. So I might say use the word lifestyle rather than mindset to help get your marketing flowing better. That would be my recommendation as an yeah. example for you. And I definitely have abandoned that word or very careful using it. And then I wonder too, I, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask another, one other question. Sure. Um, so in my case, and I know this is often the case with people who start just having met so many people, they start off in one place and they grow and learn and change mm-hmm. right over time. Mm-hmm. So you help people rebrand or re kind of recreate their image. Yes. I, I will help startups because let's face it. Startups are the ones that need the most visibility mm-hmm. out there. But if there is someone who has been in the health arena for a long time and they are looking to rebrand or maybe, you know, change the services that they offer and they need some help getting that message out to, you know, their current audience and future potential patients. Yes, I can definitely assist with that as well through, um, through either support my signature service or my supporting service and my supporting services, half of my signature service, the supporting service offers like social media and blogging. And, you know, for someone for someone who's rebranding or a startup, I would probably recommend my signature service because that has all four components, including the website. But for someone who's like in between, 
those two categories who just needs like a little bit extra help. They're kind of, they're kind of feel set, they're established, they're past that startup mark, but they're not looking to grow to the next level yet. I would probably recommend my supporting package because they just want to keep getting their word out and blogging and social media marketing, something you got to do on a consistent basis, you know? Yeah. So there's like different levels. It depends. Like what you said, you can have startup, someone who's right in the middle or someone who's ready to level up that I can yeah. well, assist it's, it's good to know that um, no matter where you are, you can always improve the messaging. And yes, exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> as, um, as I said, we're coming up against the time. So okay. I thank you it for was, visiting with me. No, it was a pleasure and, speaking with you. Yeah. And sharing what you do. And I really, I hope I, I want to help share your message and I hope more people get involved in supporting you because you support people like me and this is really what is going to fix our broken system when we get down to this grassroots level, in my opinion, and, um, and really change the way we look at healthcare. Yes. And thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to share my message of helping alternative healthcare practitioners. I really, really enjoyed it. And just so folks know, um, Sarah's information is going to be in the show notes so you can reach out to her. Um, and, um, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, she's in lots of places and grab that book as well. Um, monetize your, monetize your message. Yes. And it's, it's with an S it's monetize instead of a Z (laughs) in case they're looking it up. All right. Well, thank you so much for visiting today, Sarah. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, you too.